0: The FDF podcast is sponsored by Clark Energy, sustainably powering the food and drink sectors. FDF podcast, passionate about food and drink. Hello, and welcome to the FDF's latest edition of podcast Passionate About Food and Drink. My name is Pete Robertson and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jason Murphy who's the operations director of AMRC Cymru and we're just going to talk about the the last 12 months and the journey that we've been on together as we've tried to try to take uh, innovation forward into the into the sector in Wales. So Jason, hello, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, good. Thank you, Peter. So I suppose just, just to start, I mean, I know you've met loads of people the last year, year and a half, Jason, since you've been started. But just in case someone unusually out there hasn't heard of MRC, I wonder if you wanted to do just a quick introduction of what MRC is, what it stands for, what it's about?
1: Yeah, of course, Pete. Thank you. Uh, So the AMRC stands for the Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre. And uh, this year we're celebrating our 20th anniversary. Um, The AMRC um, were part of Sheffield University. And the Advanced Manufacturing Park um, that we're situated on was built on the old Orgreave Colliery. Um, that's famous for the coal mining strike in the 80s um, and that battle between the police and the miners. Um, But it's a great repurposing of that land. Um, It was founded by Professor Keith Ridgway and there are 500 research and project staff there now. Um, On that advanced manufacturing park, we've got centres such as machining, um, advanced machining, uh, casting technology, uh, composite technology uh, we've got the uh, amrc nuclear buildings and uh, we've got design prototyping and the integrated manufacturing group that focuses on uh, industry 4.0 technologies robotics and data um, amrc wales and um, we opened in november 2019 um, and we're very similar to the integrated manufacturing group in Sheffield um, our focus as theirs is is on um, industry for technology and we're working heavily with the aerospace and the food and drink sector and we have we have a team of 24 engineers at the moment Pete and um, also at the AMRC are one of seven UK high-value manufacturing catapult centres um, that were created by UK Innovate, uh, but, sorry, that, that were created by Innovate UK. And uh, the the... HVMC uh, mission is to bridge the gap between businesses um, and academia, and it's to help them really to turn great ideas into reality, uh, giving them access, uh, giving businesses access to world-class research and development facilities um, that would otherwise be out of their reach. Um, And that's an introduction to who we are, Pete.
0: Okay, I mean, so that's interesting because that's one of the things when we've been working together, Jason, is that you say 24 engineers and, and unfortunately I'm old enough to remember the miners' strike. So the, to a certain degree, when you use the term engineers, uh, you tend to think of a guy in a blue overall who's out there trying to fix equipment. But from, from meeting the the young and dynamic team that you've put together, they're quite different to that. So what does that sort of modern engineer look like? What's the skills that they bring that can help the sector? Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's a... Good question, Pete. They cover a a broad spectrum of uh, capabilities. Um, We have engineers who specialize in in coding and programming um, and working with data. Um, We have engineers who are um, the traditional design engineers, but um, working with um, 3D modeling and simulation um, software. Um, we have engineers who specialize in um, process simulation, looking at um, a, a manufacturing, part of a manufacturing process and simulating that in the digital world to try and um, identify the process bottlenecks and to improve Um the flow of production through a factory. Um, so it, 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 we, we have engineers who specialise in metrology and uh, measurement and instrumentation.
0: Um, it's it we, we cover the whole spectrum as I said Pete. Okay that's fantastic and it's interesting because a lot of the the terminology when you hear that you know s- sitting in front of a desk re- uh, running a food and drink business there's a there's a danger that, that that well what our job is is we've got to make sure that the food and drink guys understand that that relates to them and there's huge opportunities for them across the various different sectors so so that that's obviously something we're working on as part of our collaboration i mean just just before we go into the food and drink stuff I mean obviously you've got a lovely site there in North Wales. Uh, shared site with Airbus. I mean, if you could just give us a, a sense of your your sort of short term vision for that. What's what's coming up on that site, and what would you like to see there over the next next few few years? Um, well, we share the
1: building. It's, it it is quite an impressive building. It's it's on Airbus land. Um, but it's a Welsh Government-owned building. Um, And we share the facility with Airbus. And in one half of the building, they're working on a hugely exciting project for UK aerospace, and it's the Wing of Tomorrow programme. And uh, we have a number of of exciting projects um, supporting Airbus um, with their ambitions um, for that Wing of Tomorrow programme. Um, But we're also working very heavily with the food and drink sector and the Welsh Government made a a substantial investment into our site to support with the um, implementation of um, demonstrator equipment. Um, And and that demonstrator equipment was based upon um, the digital factory of the future that the Welsh Government um, have in mind. Um, And we've, that, Demonstrator um, equipment that we've purchased um, should be up and running and fully functional. by the end of this year and we're really looking forward to um, showcasing that technology to industry um, and showing industry how advanced automation can improve their productivity and sustainability.
0: And and so as, as so is, is part of the plan moving forward that you're going to be looking or we're going to be looking to have uh, businesses coming no, basically banging on our door saying come on show us what you can do let's have a look at what it's about and try and inspire And by their enthusiasm, I suppose. Definitely.
1: Um, When Andrew Silcox, uh, our research director, uh, when Andy and I uh, set up the uh, facility, we wanted it very much to be an open access facility um, for all the different sectors in Wales uh, to come to uh, to sit and work with our engineers, but also to for for us to be able to showcase the latest technology and talk about how we could scope out projects with these businesses using that that technology to
0: really make a difference to the way that they perform. I think it's interesting you talk about showcase because obviously we are working on a couple of showcases coming up now, Jason. Aren't we? Um, you know, and just one thing to shout out really for for anyone who's listening thing is it's the sixth, across the 6th or 7th of October we're looking to have a, a reopening event and uh, if anyone's interested in that please uh, give us a shout or drop me an email it's pete.robertson at fdf.org.uk or the other thing if you want to see it live uh, Taste Wales is a food and drink industry event only happens every couple of years there's over a hundred suppliers come and we are looking to demonstrate some some of the technology and some of the opportunities of the food and drink sector. And That's on the 27th and 28th of October in the International Wales Conference Centre. I suppose of those two, Jason, if you could you maybe just sort of bring to life the types of things that people would see if they came to those two events.
1: Yes, of course. Um, Let's start with the Taste Wales event. Um, That's a hugely important event for um, the Welsh Government Food and Drink Team, but also um, the impressive array of food and drink manufacturers that Wales has. Um, And if you visit the AMRC uh, stand, you'll see us demonstrating um, robotic equipment for um, collaborative robotic equipment for food manufacturing. And um, we'll have uh, from Siemens, we'll have a discrete event simulation demonstrator, which um, I'm really looking forward to showcasing. And uh, we've done uh, we, we've delivered in the last six months. A program for the Welsh Government innovation team around discrete event simulation using uh, Siemens software, um, and that's looking, as I said earlier, about the manufacturing processes within a business, and simulating them digitally, um, and looking how purchase orders flow through the factory, where the bottlenecks are, how we can change the factory setup to improve the flow of product through the manufacturing process um, and and to improve that productivity of the business. Um, So you see that demonstrator, which is really exciting. And we'll have a virtual reality site as well, where we'll be taking people digitally um, through through a factory of the future um, using augmented reality and virtual reality
0: software I have to say it sounds absolutely fascinating I'm really looking forward to being part of the stand with you Jason Um, I mean you as an individual or the work that we've been doing over the last 12 months one thing that I've been inspired to do is to sign back up for a postgraduate certificate in advanced manufacturing so so it's getting the books out dust off the calculator and see where we can do so I'm really excited about that has to be said in terms of in terms of over the last 12 months we want to talk about the last 12 months I mean one of the things I think it's important to share is that our approach is, is to come and understand. I mean, if you could just maybe bring it into, into life, but for me, the way I understand it is that our job is to come to businesses, go and listen to what their challenges are, understand what their challenges are, and then bring the technology to them and bring the solutions to them. Is that, is that pretty much how you see it? And that's exactly how I see it,
1: Pete. Um, and, um, you know, the partnership that we have with Food and Drink Federation um, has been instrumental to the, to the development of some of those projects with industry. Um, and they really have been quite exciting projects, Pete, um, and your background in this sector. Um, it dovetails really well um, with the technology skills that we have to offer. Um, and you really understand the barriers that businesses face in adopting new technology. So I think that together um, we offer Quite a powerful proposition to um, the Welsh, to to the Welsh food and drink sector, um, and that is, as you said, to to um, sit down to talk about. Um, the manufacturing problems that they're faced with, um, to visit their premises, to see their environment, to understand how the people work, to understand how product flows through the factory, um, and then to start to scope out projects. Pete, um, and. Um, Quantify what the impact of those projects will have on the overall performance of the business. And equally so to look at how we as um, a catapult centre um, can tap into um, funding that's available to support businesses with the cost of these projects. Um, and it's a nice, easy way in for for businesses to um, change their culture around Research and development and innovation, and 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 bring everybody within the business on that journey towards improving that overall
0: performance. Yeah, it's interesting you talk about that because one of the things that is that that we're looking to do is a subliminal as a sort of subliminal benefit of all the what we're doing is is start to drive this culture of innovation to a certain degree. And the thing is, for me. It, What's really important on the way I I really like the approach that you and the team take is that innovation is different for every individual. So innovation for somebody might be quite simply putting the first piece of automatic or maybe the first data measuring systems, whereas innovation for someone else could be a completely new alternative packaging solution, for example. So I think it's really exciting to be part, part of the, that journey, if you like. So in terms of, the, so in terms of the, so the next 12 months, we talked about 12 months on and we've seen a few businesses, or we've helped a few out, we've put some proposals together, we've got a relaunch coming, we've got Taste wheels coming. So if you were to sit back and go, right, OK, in, S- in September, the back end of August 2022, where would you like us to be by then? Um, well,
1: we have um, a really exciting project on the horizon. Uh, that we hope will kick off in October. Um, It's a really large project for us. um, And we've been working with um, Airbus on their Wing of Tomorrow programme. But um, what's really exciting is that uh, we're bringing food and drink sector and the aerospace sector together, um, who, who traditionally would travel on separate journeys to arrive at hopefully a very similar destination um, when they look at new programs, but um, we're bringing them together to share the journey um, on uh, the digital journey towards Industry 4.0 excellence. Um, it's a a 15 month program, and uh, if we were to come back together at the end of. Um, 2022, I'd like to say that we'd be very close to showcasing to all of Welsh um, manufacturing industries um, what the benefits are of industry for technology um, through these through this exemplar project that we're working on. Um, and, and as I say, it's hugely exciting. Um, and, and I hope, Pete, that through our relationship, we've continued to engage with um, SMEs and we support SMEs in, in, a, in a sector that um, it has a poor reputation for its uptake of new technology. Um, I hope that together, Pete, we start to break the barriers to the adoption of new technology um, and help. The Welsh Government Food and Drink Team and Welsh food and drink businesses um, to really start to lead um, to, to be um, a, a world class in terms of manufacturing and product development.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's, that's fascinating. I mean, I mean, it's interesting uh, because you come from from the research, the bigger picture side of thing, and I come from the guy who's sitting behind his desk trying to run a factory point of perspective. And and what I'm really looking forward to is 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 getting getting out getting out there and uh, seeing the businesses and starting to create. I think once we start to get some case studies, we're going to start to see some real progress, some positive progress moving forward. You know, we 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 operate under targets to, to try to try and get that, and and the more the more visits we get, the better I think. Um, I think for me, one of the things that's going to be was going to be uh, positive, is that we're going to work with other partners in Wales, and that's one thing maybe we've not quite covered is the if you're a Welsh food and drink business in Wales, is re- you're really. You have the opportunity to benefit from cluster networks, innovation support, whether it's product development for us, it's more the packaging and automation and that type of thing. And hopefully what we start to get is more and more partnerships. I think for me, that would be one thing I'd, I'd like to see. And I think the other thing I'd like to see is this cross fertilization between businesses. I mean, one of the one of the words that well, the phrase that we've not used, and it's very much in my view, is, is about everything points to net zero basically now. Um, and 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 I think what's important for people to realise is we are also part of that net zero journey. All the various technologies that you're talking about will help businesses go towards that, whether it's economically, environmentally, or sustainably, they can move forward. So I think that's that's a journey that we've definitely got for the next twelve months. I I fully agree. Um, the UK government. Wrote their
1: decarbonisation strategy um, earlier this year, in the spring of this year, um, they released it. Um, And there were three uh, technology strands. Um, There was energy efficient to um, that decarbonisation strategy, Um, there was energy efficiency, there was carbon capture utilisation storage and there was fuel switching but uh, under industry four technologies fit very neatly under that energy efficiency umbrella and the UK government are very keen to invest in um, industry four technology with businesses um to support in two ways to support in the productivity improvements to, but also to support businesses on that um, decarbonisation journey and that ne- and those net zero targets for 2050 and, and earlier, if possible.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's interesting you're talking about when we start to talk about net zero, uh, FDFs um, working on COP26, like many, many others, and we're looking at a roadmap. And one of the things that we want to try and do is tie up the work that we're doing with the, the the roadmap in terms of how how businesses need to approach their journey for individual, journey for net zero. So I'm sure that's something that you and I will be talking about and going through in more detail. Um, so we're, we're nearly on to 20 minutes. Um, is there anything specific that we've not covered, Jason, you just want to add before we close? Um, No, I, I, I would just... Um reiterate
1: we have a, um, a fantastic team of engineers at AMRC Cymru we're very lucky with the caliber of people that we brought on board we um, we got um, Bobby Manesh who's leading on our research side and uh, Mike Booker who's leading on our innovation side um, Bobby's been doing some great work with his team around uh, plastic packaging for the food and drink sector and um, and looking at um, some smart technologies for tagging and for identifying uh, packaging as it goes through the MRF, and looking at some quite advanced um, sorting and segregating of packaging, um, and that's just to, to to make it a lot e- a lot easier for um, the original producers of packaging to understand what happens to their product through its life cycle, through its full life cycle, and to try and recover that material for recycling and to support um, a lot of the great initiatives that have taken place in Wales over the last five to ten years um, to position Wales as number three in the world um, in, in, in the world recycling league, which is a huge achievement for a small nation like Wales. But, uh, yeah, lots of exciting things going on around um, packaging for the food and drink sector too. And uh, as I say, we have a really
0: talented team. Okay, well, terrific. So I suppose just if anyone's, uh, I think it's if anyone's got some views or they want to have a look at it, it's just AMR, just Google any AMRC Cymru, you'll see some brochures on the food and drink, the work we've done on the food and drink packaging. You'll see some information on discrete event simulations, and just get a sense of the the whole place. Uh, I'm very fortunate that I get to go there every week, and it is it's, it's an energetic, it's a dynamic place. Uh, and Jason, all I can say is I'm really enjoying working with you, and looking forward to working with you in the future. So let's just crack on and get it done. Yeah, from my
1: side, Pete, we've also learned a lot from working with you. And, uh, you know, thanks very much for all the support that you've given so far.